Hey, everyone, and welcome to this inaugural episode of The Bare Necessities of Entrepreneurship. It's hosted by Rob Napoli, but I'm guest hosting today so we can learn a little bit more about his story, the show, the origins, and kind of what you can come to expect. Rob, how you doing? Good. I'm excited to finally be launching this project, something that has been on my heart and my mind for a long time. So to finally be able to see this come to fruition and to get started is super, super exciting for me. So I'm amped up right now and trying not to speak too fast. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Well, tell me a little bit more about the bare necessities. There's there's a lot of meanings to this this name, and especially as it pertains to what you're doing with Rise Up and and everything that's you're all about. Yeah, so I love the name, the bare necessities, and really thinking about it. Uh, one, you can't help but smile, and if you're not singing the Jungle Jungle Book theme song in your head right now, you know I don't know what's wrong, but that's like on loop in my head. But taking it back a step, when, when we built Rise Up, coaching and, and, and thinking about the brand, uh, I originally wanted to be a lion. <laughs> I wanted the logo to be black and yellow, uh, to be a lion. Um, you know, I know for those that don't know, if you haven't seen a picture yet, you'll see I have a big man bun, have the beard. When you wear it down, you kind of get the full mane approach, the, the look. Um, but when I was working through kind of my branding exercise with, with somebody who's helping me build the website and build my brand, um, she, she's like, I think you're more of a bear, right? Like, I want to show you a few logos. And so I was like, you know, what? throw up a few bear ones. Let's take a look. And the more I saw, the more I, I bought into it and I really felt it. And, and part of the reason is that for, for a long time now, uh, I have a twin brother. My twin brother's wife has been called has been calling me Grizzly Bear for as long as I can remember, as long as I've known her, which is at least you know, two thousand and I'm just not gonna say the rest of that, say it over a good thirteen years probably. Um so that was kind of one thing that kind of tied to the bear. My twin brother got somewhat internet Twitter famous for being called the bearded bear when he was working at North Dakota State University and they saw him on the on the sidelines um, and his nickname became the bearded bear. And then I didn't know this until I was building my logo, but I was talking to my mom and my grandfather was a coach, coached all the kids stuff. And my mom's one of five and uh, all the kids who he coached called him Big Bear, right? And so like this theme started to arise of, of in my family and in my circle of the bears, the bear logo really stuck, right? And so I, I, I really love that kind of feeling. And so then to think about the bear necessities and kind of tie that in was just fun for me. And then thinking about the idea behind the show and I love entrepreneurship and I fell into this and we can get into my story later, but I fell into entrepreneurship and I wanted to create a show. I think about future entrepreneurs. So millennials, Gen Z, even entrepreneurs today mm-hmm. that want to get into entrepreneurship and have that mindset. What is entrepreneurship? What do entrepreneurs do? it's really easy to see the glorified version of you have a great idea, you get funding and you scale. And there's like one shining moment challenge that you overcome. That's not the real, that's not what really happens. Maybe for 1%, maybe those unicorns, but it's not entrepreneurship. And so I wanted to just lay it out there, bear it all, the bare necessities of entrepreneurship. Like what do you need to be an entrepreneur? Where do you start? And what are those stories to overcome? And so I'm excited to bring a number of amazing entrepreneurs 
innovators, leaders, um, ecosystem builders, community builders, builders in to talk about what this is and to uncover what the bare necessities of entrepreneurship really is, to share their stories, learn some lessons and have a lot of fun while doing it. That that's that's interesting. And who who are you making this for? Like who who really comes to mind? I know you were talking about uh, a millennial and a, and a and a Gen Z audience, but at what stage of life is somebody in that they're really considering this? It could be it could be everywhere. To be honest, I know folks who have been VPs in corporate life for twenty years and finally said, you know what, I want to start my own thing. How do I start? right? I'm a sales guy or a sales gal or a product person. And I want to run a business, but I only know one vein of that. Where do I start? And that's what this is. I mean, and so many entrepreneurs come from a, a background and everyone thinks an entrepreneur has to be an entrepreneur from the start. Like, no, some of the best entrepreneurs are those that went off in a different route 20, 30 years down the road, like, I want to start a business. I know what I know really well, but how do I do the rest of the business? And that's what we want to explore. So anywhere at any stage of your life, yes, I love talking to millennials and Gen Z. I, I look towards the future of the world has changed. Social media, technology, everything runs so fast. So I want to start talking to those future leaders. When you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and you look at the business we have today or where businesses will go tomorrow, what is it that you need to be thinking about? What are those tools you need in your toolbox? Right? How do we become innovative thinkers? And more importantly, how do we become entrepreneurial-minded? Right? I think a mindset is something that we forget, and that happens at all stages of life. So anyone who wants to be or is entrepreneurial-minded, whether that's they want to be an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, or just take more control with initiative, they're going to learn a lot of lessons from this. And that's what we're looking to share and talk about. And as you'll see from the range of guests that we'll have coming, uh, they come from all walks of life, all around the globe, with all different types of businesses, sharing some really cool stories um, along the way. You know, Rob's the kind of person that I really wish he was one of my professors in college, like that I would get to learn from him about these real life skills of, of entrepreneurship versus trying to read formulas from a book. Like, I want the real stuff. And and um, the, the the real stuff is learned through experience. So I'm, I'm so happy that you're going to be capturing these stories and, and capturing these tools and, 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 and sharing them with the people that are going to be leading the future of business, which is the millennials and entrepreneurs. Rob, I'm, I'm wondering if you can share um, a bit about your story, just so we can understand you a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do it the kind of quick, uh, quick and dirty version. And um to kind of set the stage, when I went to college, uh, I went to a small division three school in Indianola, Iowa called Simpson College. And I wanted to go play sports, so I went to play football. I thought I wanted to be around sports, so I went for athletic training. Realized that wasn't my jam. I took an intro to marketing class, and our professor uh, made us watch Mad Men. And I kind of fell in love with you know, Dom Draper's charisma, the ability to think on his feet, come up with savvy uh, catchphrases. And I didn't really realize the difference between advertising and marketing at the time. Mm -hmm. So I went and got a degree in marketing. Left uh, school, had a couple of quick jobs, but fell into recruitment. And I spent five years uh, 
building my kind of book of business and having quite a large book of business and sales, recruiting software developers for Fortune 500, Forbes 100 companies in the Midwest in Des Moines, Iowa. Because I knew when I graduated, I didn't want to move back home. All my friends were in Des Moines. After five years, I met a girl who became my wife. And shortly after dating, three months to be exact, um, she told me she wanted to move to Europe to get a master's degree and that she wasn't going to do long distance. And I said, okay, let's make this happen. Let's go. Left my job, sold my house. And a year later, we were on a plane to Italy. So I spent two years in Milan where I got my master's in multi-channel marketing. I coached professional American football for the Milano Seaman. Uh, yes, professional American football is a real thing. We had a blast getting to travel, to coach football. And then I started working for a really cool startup where I spent a couple of years learning a lot of skills. I helped them scale from uh, you know, 5K MRR to us uh, scaling to 100K within six months on an MRR basis. And some of the things I was brought in to do is really focus on the customer segmentation and customer journey and really helping create the right ecosystem, which allowed us to sell globally, which allowed us to get noticed. We got accepted to a New York-based accelerator program, so I led that charge. Uh, we, were a part of, we were a part of raising money and doing these different things. And ultimately, U.S. expansion just didn't work out the way we thought it was going to. And so here I was in New York City looking for a job. So I went back to recruitment. I went to a large global corporate recruitment firm. Was there for 18, 19 months. Enjoyed it. Learned a lot. I never, I wanted to work in that like true Manhattan, New York experience. I realized corporate wasn't the life for me. Left, went to a smaller firm and, uh, you know, got fired shortly after. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I ever got fired. And it wasn't, it was really because I wasn't passionate about the space. Mm-hmm. I was over recruiting and, um, just wasn't what I thought it was going to be or what I wanted it to be. And I'll never forget that when the boss who fired me sat me down and I really looked at him as a leader. Cause he said, you know, Rob, I want to make sure you get paid out, do a little severance package so that you can carry benefits, all those good things. You need to go start your business. It's time. I think you should do it. And uh, that was kind of the best advice I ever got because not only did I start one, I actually launched two businesses at the time. Uh, one being uh, co-founding a, an, an executive board member for a company called Happy Group. We're a U.S. go-to-market sales-as-a-service business uh, that we have a pretty cool scaling uh, platform on and then Rise Up Coaching, which is my business that I own. Uh, that became a training development business and teaching and coaching and, and getting to work with companies from startups and entrepreneurs all the way through uh, working with global corporate companies on bringing that kind of entrepreneurship and innovation mindset into um, a corporate setting and how they become managers and more human centric and, and thoughts like that. So a little bit more long winded than I thought, but that's kind of, you know, how I got to where I am today and, um, and uh, a little bit about me. Hmm. Yeah. Th- thanks for sharing that. And, and you have a very well-rounded experience. One thing that I, that I've, I've had the opportunity to speak with you a bit offline now is just how important uh, the community aspect of this show is and, and how engaged you want people to be and, and, and the, the guests that you'll have on and, and the audience. Um, how, how would you describe that? There's, there's some core values that you have. There's some, there's, there's some things that you want to share and communicate, but what, what's your vision for this? Yeah. Well, I love it. Cause I love the aspect of communities, as you said, and 
you know, in fact, I work for about 12 different accelerators globally. So part of many different ecosystems, uh, working with chamber of commerces and uh, different things like that, as well as um, more like think tank groups. And so when we look at out there, we're all, we're all looking for a tribe, a squad, however you want to, whatever you want to call it, but we're all looking to be a part of something. And so I want to kind of accelerate that. In fact, of creating a bit of a community here, but a community of other people and communities looking to be a part of a community, right? Like that, that effect of where we can build with value-added networks and value-added communities and value-added relationships. And so what I'm looking to do with this is just to one, create a place for people to learn and experience, right? The, the kind of five core values that I talk about are curiosity, intentionality, authenticity, attitude, and effort. The way that kind of breaks out is if you're curious, you're going to learn. And if you learn, you're going to build. When you build, build with intentionality. When you build with intentionality, don't forget to be authentic. And when you're building all of that, when you do that with a great attitude and great effort, good things happen. And so I want to create that community of those like-minded individuals to tie into all these other ecosystems and communities that are part of, to give them a place and a space to learn, grow, foster connections, um, and grow, whatever that may look like. I love that. I love that. And I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to talk about this yet because it's not out there, but you have a book coming. Yes. Soon. Are you able to, are you able to share anything about this book? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, the announcement will be coming shortly soon. Uh, official announcement, but uh, looking forward to it. Uh, really it's about the value of building an authentic and intentional brand both personally and professionally, and how that turns into creating value-added networks and that sense of community and how you leverage that uh, to grow your business. So it's all around that value of intentional, authentic branding for you as a person and as a professional, which is important as an entrepreneur because many times when you start a business, your personal brand is bigger than your professional one, meaning your, your background being a 20-year sales rep makes you the perfect person to start a sales tech company mm-hmm. and they're built off that your personal versus the brand you're creating your company brand isn't there yet you need to bring all that equity over and create it into this transition uh so that's that's the kind of core of the book uh i'm gonna leave it there as, as we'll be announcing uh the official title the cover art and the release date here uh in the next week or so so if you're listening to this this is a special sneak peek into the book that's coming out. Look out for this announcement. Um, I, I mean, I've just been getting a little bit of a taste of what it's about. And um, I, I know that this book is going to do really well. And it's, it's, I'm excited to read it. Um, so one thing I like to do on these, these first episodes, especially as you embark on, on this new journey, is I want you to leave a note for yourself. What do you hope that, how do you hope that you grow through this podcasting journey? How do you, how do you hope that you serve your community and, and any other, any other thoughts that you would, you would say to your future self? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably remind my future self to stop thinking and start doing all the time. And I'm guessing that even in a year from now or two years from now, I'm still going to have that little bit in me of overthinking things versus actually doing. Uh, I always think it's important 
to start. What do you have to lose? Nothing. So just start. Let it see where it takes you. And then when you do start, always remember to build with intentionality. And I think that sometimes it's really easy to get lost in the sauce and overcomplicate versus just working and building with intention and letting letting go a little bit, just letting it happen. So I want to remind my future self to always do that because it served me well so far uh, from jumping out of a career to follow um, a woman who now became my wife to um, coming to New York, to starting a business, to starting a podcast. So that would be really what I would remind myself to not forget about as we go forward. You know what comes to mind for me as 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 I reflect on on this first episode um, is that this show is not about everything that an entrepreneur needs to know and do everything. No, this is about the bare necessities of, of entrepreneurship. Here are the core practices, the core actions, the the, the tools you must have in your tool belt, the lessons that you wish you got to learn earlier on. And I'm not saying that you get to skip the line because I don't believe in shortcuts, but I'm saying is that this is the bare necessities. Um, Rob, can you, can you share anything else? Any closing thoughts? Yeah. Um, really just that when we attack with the, what the bare necessities actually means is that it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. right? And everybody has their own story, their own journey to bring out. And what we hope what, to accomplish with this is that, you know, whatever your worries, whatever your strifes, that you'll be able to overcome them through the lessons learned uh, here. And that whatever you decide to do, that you will take away something to add that tool in that toolbox to put you on the right path to being the entrepreneur that you want to be. And throughout all of that, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a lot about life lessons and, and have some fun. And I hope that everyone who gets involved and listens and, and uh, comes back, that there's always something that they can learn and take away from every episode and just to do it and enjoy it and let us know how, it impacts what they're doing because you know my the impact that i want to make and i think i've told you this before is as part of my legacy is that 10 if i can impact 10 people to start a million dollar business and with that million dollar business they impact another 10 people to create businesses that scale that offer jobs that give back right that foster that thinking of innovation entrepreneurship and how do we grow and scale and how do we set up things for the next generation, next group of entrepreneurs, then I'll be happy because over time that creates an amazing effect, right? I can control what I can control, my sphere of influence. So I can impact 10 people and those 10, impact, 10 people impact another 10 and so on and so forth. And I know I did my job. And hopefully this podcast can be a part of that impact that I'm looking to make with that legacy. Mm. What an amazing mission here. 
thank you for joining us for this inaugural episode of the bare necessities of, of entrepreneurship. And to get notified of future episodes, please subscribe on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, um, Apple podcast, leaving a, a review and, and a, a note just to, just to let us know, just a little bit of encouragement would be greatly appreciated. Um, this has been that inaugural episode. See you next time.